Greetings, this is Ron Aguilera, and this is episode number 25 of the Pastor's Coach Podcast. I want to thank you again for joining me. Well, today I want to talk about a very personal topic, how to finish well. How do I make it to the finish line? I have been in ministry for 37 years, which means the finish line is getting nearer and nearer every day. So these days, this question is on my mind more and more. How do I finish well? Because many don't. We all have colleagues, fellow pastors, or church leaders who have fallen to the wayside, who have fallen to temptation. Pastors are not immune to temptation. In fact, the pedestal we're often placed on adds to it. See, I believe and have discovered that there are three great temptations we all face. Satan doesn't have any new ideas. He's actually been using these same three temptations since Adam and Eve. 1 John 2.16 puts it this way, for everything in the world, and so here they come now, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, so it doesn't come from above, but from the world. And I would add from the ruler of this world, the evil one. So simply stated, the lust of the flesh, well, that's our passions. The lust of the eyes, well, that's our possessions. You know, I see it, I want it, uh, it's covetousness, it's jealousy, etc. And then the pride of life is position. I don't just want to be loved, I want to be worshipped. You know, I, I want to be envied by everyone. And all three of these temptations have been around since the beginning, from the Garden of Eden to Abraham, uh, to Moses, David, and even Jesus. These were the three big temptations then, and they are now. I want to feel good. I want to have more. You know, I want more, and I want to be more than I really am, or at least I want to be thought of as more. Another way to put it is passion, possessions, and position. In today's language, it might be sex, salary, and status. By the way, just about every single advertisement made today is made to promote one of these three temptations. Have you noticed that? So if you want to finish well, if you want the power of God and the blessing of God in your life so you can end well and stay faithful, if you, and if you want an antidote to these temptations, you have to do two things. Uh, one is you must care about what God cares most about. That's people, especially those who are far away from him. Though, though that's, you know, that's the whole reason of the cross, right? At the cross, Jesus said, I love you to death. At the cross, Jesus said, I love you so much, I'd rather die than live without you. So we too must care about people. But secondly, you must also build your life on integrity, generosity, and humility. Integrity, generosity, and humility. These are the antidotes to the three great temptations of life and leadership. It starts with integrity. Integrity does not just mean honesty. It means much more than that. It comes from the word integer, which means a unit of one. So it's not just one piece of the pie. It's the whole pie. It means wholeness, not just honesty. It means what you see is what you get. It means no mask. What do I mean by that? Well, in Greek culture, the word uh, refers to actors. In that culture, in Greek plays, 
uh, the actor would play multiple roles. Uh, they would come out to the stage wearing a mask and then leave. They'd go off stage, off the platform, and then come back and play another part wearing another mask and then leave and come back again playing another part wearing another mask. You get the idea. Uh, this is where we get the word hypocrite, which can also mean pretender. You act a different way with different people. All of us have encountered individuals who have a different voice and a different affect and behave differently when they're up front than they are in one-on-one conversations. Uh, so this is what this is talking about, that you act in a different way with different people in different settings, different when you're on stage than when you're behind closed doors. See, integrity doesn't mean that you're perfect. It means that uh, I am pointing or trying to head in the right direction, and when I stumble, I'll admit it. I will recognize it. What you see is what you get. I'm not pretending. I'm not wearing a mask. See, the Bible says that the heart is deceitful, meaning in the right circumstance, we are all capable of anything. You know, as a pastor, it's easy to lie to myself more than to anyone else. Everything's fine, or things are not as bad as they seem, or I'm okay, or that doesn't attract me or tempt me. The truth is, I'm not a good judge of me, and that's why I need others. And the goal is not to let others see how close I can get to the fire. The goal should be how far away from it can I run. We have to put in barriers to protect, and integrity recognizes that and implements that. Integrity is the antidote to the lust of the flesh. Number two is the lust of the eyes. It's amazing how when we look online or, uh, or in a catalog or um, as we are you know, walking around stores, uh, how often it is we find something that we think we need or want. You know, For Adam and Eve, the fruit was what was pleasing to the eye. Uh, it was good to eat. Um, and beyond that, uh, the, the message was pretty clear, right? If you eat it, you will be like God's. That was pretty attractive, pretty attractive to be thought of uh, on that stage or on that platform. And it was the same for Jesus. If you turn the stones into bread, then, right? As pastors, we are tempted more through actually our strengths than our weaknesses. Oh, you're such a good speaker. Oh, you're such a good listener. Oh, you know, fill in the blank. And Satan doesn't care uh, you know, as long as you're using your, your gifts for your own purposes, it doesn't matter to him. So the second temptation, the lust of the eyes, uh, Jesus faced that as well, right? All this I will give you. But the antidote to lust of the eyes is generosity. It's not about what you can get, the accolades, the affirmation. Um, it's about being generous, not only in how you speak, uh, how you act in groups, but also in how you give. Number three is the pride of life. Uh, you could also say it would be our ego. Uh, this is the hardest, in my opinion. Uh, and the antidote to the pride of life is humility. And humility is often a, a very misunderstood quality. It's really not about, uh, oh, shucks, and, and putting yourself down or thinking less of yourself. Uh, that's false humility humility, uh, because as we know from Scripture, we have great value 
even though we are greatly flawed. So humility is not denying that we have value or denying um, your strengths, but it's being honest about your weaknesses. I heard someone put it this way. The key is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. So how do I become a truly humble person? Well, the short answer is you have to focus on other people. You have to put others first. You have to put others up instead of putting yourself up on that pedestal, on that stage. Now, I could spend a lot more time on this, but let me wrap it up this way. Do you want to make it to the finish line well? Well, you have to build in integrity, generosity, and humility into your life. These three are the antidote to the three great temptations of, of life. And without specific focus on those, we will find it a challenge to keep focused and keep our eyes on Jesus. Thanks for joining me today. I want to invite you to subscribe again to this podcast, to leave a review if you have found it helpful, and to invite others to come and join us next week. And if, uh, if you want to contact me, want to make a suggestion, ask a question, you can email me at thepastorscoach at hotmail.com. That's thepastorscoach at hotmail.com. Again, thanks for joining me. Talk to you next week.